Hi Wolves, it's Lotus Laloba here with the first ever Tea Time Tuesday on Loba Land. It's May, it's beautiful, it's a new month, and this is something that we're bringing to Loba Land because we really want to talk about and highlight relationships because that's super important. A lot of us, all of us are in a relationship first off with ourselves and with divine source. And then we are pursuing romantic relationships. We're pursuing friendships, brotherhood, sisterhood, you know, we're pursuing relationships as parents, right? Or as children of parents. So we need all the help we can get. And Tea Time Tuesday is all about that. So you're going to grab your cup of tea and we're going to sit down and chat about different relationship topics and how we can start to heal and grow from what it is that we're experiencing. Today, I really want to talk about being transparent in relationships because it's very hard to do. And it's crucial, though, because if we want our relationship to flourish and if we want to really be able to learn from each other and grow, we need to be transparent. And that's at any level. That's whether you're in a relationship with yourself, which you should be before anything, um, a relationship with God, source or other, whoever you call on to. Those are crucial. Those first two relationships are necessity in you being transparent. Because if you're not able to be real with yourself or real with the creator, the person or the energy, spirit, love, whatever you want to call it, that created you. If you can't be upfront and vulnerable about what's really going on inside, you're not going to be able to do that as a mother, as a father, as a best friend, as a girlfriend, as a boyfriend, as anything else to another human being. If you can't first do it for yourself and with the energy that created you and your experiences. So that's number one. You have to be transparent. You have to be upfront and vulnerable about your fears. And I know, especially for my alphas out there, you know, my alpha women, my alpha males, we look at vulnerability as if it's a weakness. Like, oh man, if I tell you that this makes me uncomfortable or that I'm not fully developed in this area, you might look at me and be like, ooh, I know exactly where to strike next time. But that's a limiting belief that we have to remove from our energy because it's not helpful in the long run. Especially if you have an alpha mentality, that means that you want to naturally lead and create influence and change in your community and in the world. You need to be upfront about your shit. You need to be real like, yo, this is what I'm going. This is a fear of mine. This is what I'm experiencing. Because you don't know, one, what can happen afterwards. We think the worst, right? Like if I admit my fears and it makes them stronger and then they're going to take over and da, 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 da. Or you can admit where you feel weak at, where there's fear there and have awareness around it so that you can start to do actual work to heal that fear, to soothe that fear, to work with that fear, to strengthen that weakness Or to accept that that's just the weakness that you have and that is what it is. But we can't get to that point of wokeness if we are not able to be transparent about what our fears are. And that's a super important, crucial factor if you are trying to have a successful relationship with someone else outside of yourself. 
the first thing that we need to do if we're trying to, if we're going to, excuse me, because language is everything and we speak life over our situations, if we are going to be transparent in our relationships because we want them to grow and we want to heal and we want to evolve, we need to set boundaries and limits. Now, if you're having a relationship with yourself, crucial. If you're having a relationship with God and source, there that's also crucial. You know, there's something that we don't realize is that when you're working with God, right, there are boundaries and there are limits, right? Like, though the love is unconditional, shout out God, there are still boundaries and limits. When we are negatively speaking to ourselves and talking down to ourselves, like we're crossing God's boundary. Because for, for God, it's like, I love you. You're incredible. You're abundant. You're creative. I would never condone you talking down to yourself or abusing yourself, whether it be emotionally, verbally, physically, maybe not eating and nourishing this vessel that we have. There's so many ways that we can dishonor a boundary that we set with divine source, with God. But it's there. It's a baseline. Boundaries are your baseline. They are where you start from. If those boundaries are not honored, you can't go anywhere else from there, nor should you want to, because all that comes after that is pain and, and disrespect and experiences that you really don't need to have. But you're having because you didn't respect your boundaries. Now, limits are where you're close to the cliff, right? We have these, these limits, right? Like city limits, right? It means that you're about to leave something. It means that you're about to leave yourself. You're about to leave your highest self if you pass this limit. And we need both. We need both boundaries and limits because sometimes we're in that gray area. Sometimes we're in between a boundary being crossed and us reaching a limit, And when we have that awareness that's happening, we can turn that gray area into a chance to break through and get to that next level to gain expansion and consciousness and what we're going through and what's happening in our life. But none of that is possible if we can identify and set boundaries and identify and set limits. Because without those two things, you're not able to have a successful relationship with God, with yourself, or with anyone else. There are limits and boundaries in every relationship. And it's time that we become super aware, hyper aware of what they are. So that way, when, a, when we're coming up to a boundary, we can be like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I see you cross that speed bump. <laughs> let's, let's back it on up. <laughs> you're about to cross a boundary. And the way that you're able to honor your boundaries and your limits is by having consequences. So if a boundary is co- crossed, what's the consequence? What's happening afterwards? If a boundary for you is that if you're in a romantic relationship that you don't want to be cursed at, that's a boundary. Like, I'm just not with it. Like, you can articulate how you're feeling without belittling me and talking down to me and calling me out my name. If that is a boundary, which it should be, if it's a boundary and it's crossed, what happens? Is it a don't do it again because I don't like it? Or is it a, you know what, I need to take some space from you because you've crossed the boundary and I'm not okay with it? What is the consequence for that boundary? Each boundary is going to have a different consequence. Each limit has a different consequence. You know, a limit could be crossed and it's time for you to, to step back and retreat and reflect. A limit could be crossed and it's time for you to let go of that relationship and move forward. There are tons of things that 
can happen, but you have to be super clear on what those consequences are. So that way, when a boundary, God forbid, is crossed or someone's approaching it, you're able to handle it with finesse and be able to tell that person or even yourself, because we cross our own boundaries all the time, don't we? I can't even tell you how many times in my journey I've crossed boundaries of things that I said I would not do because they do not benefit me in the long run. They don't allow me to be my best self. And I go and I cross it. And then there's a repercussion for that. There's a consequence. Normally it's that I don't feel my best. I'm not able to do my best for others that I love when I cross my own boundaries. Or if I get to a point where I'm at a limit that I, everything shuts down. I get depressed. I just, I've lost all hope. Those are my, that's my truth. That's me being transparent. I know these things about myself because I've had to experience them firsthand. But now that I know I'm able to realize when it's coming up and it's happening and better prepare myself for the experience or be able to avoid it altogether because I'm able to be like, you know what? Let me respect my boundary. I know that when I eat bread, it causes me a lot of physical pain because I am gluten intolerant. I just am not able to process it. So instead of me going in for the quick fix of like, oh, this bagel tastes amazing, I'm going to honor my boundary, have self-discipline, and step away from the bagel because I don't want to deal with those consequences. It's not worth it. That's the first thing that we can do in our mission to become more transparent in our relationships. The second thing is creating safe spaces. This is this becomes a lot easier when you understand what your boundaries are and your limits are and what the consequences are to each one. It allows you to create safe space with yourself, with your partner, and also with your sisterhood or your brotherhood. Because then you're able to go and reflect to a sisterhood, like this is what I'm going through in my romantic relationship. And because there are boundaries set up, because there are limits set up, because there is structure, it is now safe for you to fall apart and dive into that vulnerability because you know that you're in a space where you're going to be honored and taken care of. And that's really what boundaries and limits allow you to witness and to be aware of is that you're going to be honored and loved and that this is a safe space now. Within these boundaries, within these limits, you are able to blossom and be your best self. And we're able to get some real work done and do some real healing. So you definitely want to create those safe spaces. And if you are dealing with yourself, again, or a loved one outside of yourself, you want to speak from your love language. So if your love, my love language is quality time. Now, it was words of affirmation, but now it's quality time. And there are five love languages. If you don't know about them, Google love languages. It comes up. You'll be grateful that you did. And there's also apology languages as well that you should know. Because there is a certain way to apologize to yourself and to others. Um, But when I'm speaking in my love language to myself, quality time means that I take time to be alone with myself and have a good time with me. And that's me showing myself love. That's me creating a safe space for me to know, hey, sis, if you're ever having a moment, you're able to fall apart here there's enough love here to help you heal and you're able to do the same thing in a romantic relationship with your partner my partner's love language is also quality time so for me I know that if we're going to do some major healing 
because these moments are going to come up in a relationship as we're growing because we are two separate people with two different experiences on life now deciding to become one together and move forward in life. So we're going to bump heads sometimes and it's going to get a little ugly. I have to remember to love him in his love language so that way he feels safe because he knows that I love him. Now, if I chose to love him in a different love language, like words of affirmation, he's not going to feel safe because I'm saying, I love you, babe, I love you. That doesn't resonate with him as if me spending quality time with him does. And you want to make sure that you are honoring that love language because that's really how it's going to resonate. That's how you're going to be able to get back up to 100% and make sure that your battery is full so that you can operate with the amount of energy that you need when we're trying to do this type of healing in our life. Having relationships is not a joke. It is not an easy thing to do. It takes work, consistent work, consistent strengthening muscles, consistent being uncomfortable, consistent being unclear on what the hell is happening. And we can't stop uncertainty, but we can be prepared for it. Having boundaries and limits, having and creating safe spaces helps you be prepared for what comes next when we're entering the uncertainty that is being transparent with another person. The last thing, of course, is work on yourself. Oh my goodness, everything goes hand in hand in hand with this. If you do not take care of yourself, if you're not personally developing yourself spiritually, mentally, physically, financially, in every aspect of your life, it is going to be very hard for you to have healthy relationships. If you do not take care of yourself first, if you're not unapologetic in that self-care, there is no way you're going to be able to have healthy relationships with other people. It's just not possible because you're not able to do it with yourself and you're ground zero in your life. So if it's not happening on the ground floor... If there's no ground floor, you can't build on top of that. There's no building. So you have to work on yourself. You have to read books and nourish your mind. You have to journal and write, meditate, find ways to be more comfortable in your skin, work out, build up those muscles, strengthen your your resolve for self, your self-discipline. You have to work on you and trust that if you're doing the work for yourself, whoever you're attracting will be doing the same thing and a lot of times the people that we attract are mirrors of us my partner is a mirror of me when I don't do work on myself for a couple of days it shows up in his face because <laughs> he's irritating to me or he's annoying me or something happened that really shouldn't have happened and I have to take a moment to step back and reflect and be like did I take care of me And most times when we get into arguments, it's because I haven't taken care of myself and I'm running a little low. So everything bothers me. And that's a truth. That's me being transparent is that when I don't work on myself, I'm not able to handle my relationships. Everything upsets me. I can easily be short tempered and and flip out. But it's something that I really work actively on because I don't want to get to those points in those spaces I've been to to those points and spaces and I've realized that they're not necessary for me to have to go back to been there once don't gotta go there again you know what I'm saying it's not necessary when you're able to do these things set boundaries and limits create safe spaces and work on yourself you are 
ultimately prepared to be transparent with your loved one, be it with your child, if you're healing that relationship, if you are trying to date somebody, marry someone, your husband, your wife, it's it's time to be transparent and to check it when it happened because sometimes we're human beings. We are not perfect. We don't get it together all the time. Most times we are stumbling and learning, but being able to have confidence in checking when it happens. Think about it on this basic level. Transparency is not hard to do. It's only hard because we add all this extra weight to it. Think about when you order a drink at your favorite cafe and the drink is wrong. Which person are you? Are you the person that's like, hey, letting you know this drink is wrong. Could you go back and fix it and, and give what I asked, what I paid for, what I exchanged energy for? Or are you the person like, ah, it's okay. You know, next time they'll get it right. Now, if you're the first person of where you're able to check them, it's easy. It's, you're not trying to hurt the barista's feelings. It's like, sis, this is not what I ordered. And in a relationship, you got to be able to check your partner. You got to be able to check yourself. And be able to say, you know what? This is not what I ordered. <laughs> this is not what I said I was cool with. And you gave this to me. I'm going to give it back because I don't want it. And I'm going to ask you to do what I know you're capable of doing. And give me what I rightfully deserve. That is the way we handle transparency on a minute, like a minor level. The most basic of things is that when our drink order is wrong, we have no problem or we should have no problem going and letting them know, hey, this is not what I ordered. So if you could go back and fix it, that'd be great. Now, if you happen to be the other person where it's like, ah, you know, it's okay. You are accepting anything into your life. And though it sounds like, well, that's really intense load. It's like we're just talking about Starbucks here. Just at that that minor level, if you're not willing to sit there and stand up for the drink that you paid for, you willingly paid for a certain drink and got something completely different or even slightly different, that speaks volumes as to how you're going to be able to handle other things in your life. You don't have to be flexible on your boundaries and limits. There's no need for that. There's space before you reach a boundary to be flexible in. There's even space in between the boundary and the limit, that gray area, to be flexible in. You don't have to be flexible in what your boundaries are and what your limit is. Because it can literally be a matter of life and death, be it spiritually or in that relationship, just like it is with your drink. If there's some nut product in your drink and you are allergic to nuts, but you accept the drink because it's like, ah, you know, things happen, you're going to die. Like we have to break these things down to something more simpler because a lot of times when we go into relationship mindset, it becomes too much. We freak out. We put all this extra weight on it and like, oh, but we can't because then, but it's truly simple. It's not easy, but it's simple. And the more that we practice it, it does eventually become easy because it becomes habitual. It's like, oh yeah, you know what? No, it's not what I ordered. Here, you can take that back. Thank you. Oh, you know what? You're disrespecting me. I'm going to get off the phone now. Up, you know what? I don't like what you said. I'm going to leave this relationship. I don't like the way that I'm feeling. I feel like I'm being disrespected. I feel like I'm being dishonored. This relationship no longer serves me. I'm going to leave it here. And I'm going to remove myself. Like these are things that will naturally happen as you strengthen that muscle. And the best way to do that is to be transparent. 
in your relationship about what your fears are. And to do that, you need boundaries, you need limits, you need to be able to create a safe space and you need to consistently dig in deep and heal and love and nurture yourself. Because you are cons- as many times as you're healing old wounds, there are new wounds that are happening simultaneously. You have to always work on yourself. That is just the golden rule of being a human being. And just know that when you're not working on yourself, that you are inviting in something that you no longer want or that does not serve your highest being. And just being aware of that, just that having that awareness can shift subtly. They don't have to be major changes. You don't have to have a four-hour practice in the morning. If you do and you feel like that's what benefits you, go for it. But maybe you just need to read a chapter in the Bible or maybe you just need to, you know, journal for 10 minutes or do some yoga or have a really good drink. Those are ways of you working on yourself. And drink, I mean, obviously, a cup of tea. And just sit and relax for a moment. Those are That's still you working on you, sis. And that's totally fine. It's so important that we do these things in our relationships. Because relationships rule the world. Anything you could ever desire is going to come from a relationship, whether it's with God or yourself or others. Any desire you can possibly have involves you being in a relationship of some sort. Make sure that you are entering relationships prepared. So that's the first ever Tea Time Tuesday. I want to end it on a light note. So I have my little Yogi Tea tag here and I haven't read it yet. But normally it's in complete alliance, um, uh, alignment with what the topic is it's just how the universe works and does its thing shout out yogi i'm obsessed with yogi tea um if anyone knows me you know we've been doing tea time tuesday for like three years this is the first time we've had it on loba land but we had a successful um periscope show and then we started doing it on youtube and on facebook so we are about that life (laughs) and the yogi tea tag says Life is a flow of love. Your participation is requested. How do you participate? By being transparent. With yourself, with God, with others. So that you can allow life to flow through you. So that you can allow love to flow through you. Love can't flow through a brick wall, sis. But it can flow through transparency. And that's really our ultimate goal is to be able to be of love. So thank you so much for sitting in with me. I hope you enjoyed this. I hope your tea is yummy and delicious. Uh, My tea recipe that I have for today is a mixture of the cold season, the throat comfort, ginger, and, and... I used a full orange. I cut it in half, squeezed the orange in there, and some brown sugar and like two cough drops because my throat is still healing. (laughs) But that's my mix for today. And let me know how you feel about these episodes. Leave a comment below. Rate, share if you love it. Definitely tag us on social media at Wolf Society. Let me know that you're enjoying this. This is a more vulnerable podcast, but we need these. 
and I'm glad to bring it to Loba land. All right. See you for the next Tea Time Tuesday. Enjoy.